0: Welcome back to this episode of Hip Hop History. This week we are going to talk about one of the most well-known hip hop groups of all time. There is no one in the game who doesn't respect, admire, and love this group. Formed in 1985, by Carlton Rittenauer and William Drayton, who met at Long Island's Adalpha University in the mid-80s. Carlton was developing his talents as an MC with William while delivering furniture for his father's business. At this point, I have to tell you information I would normally hold on to for a little longer, but this is very important to the story, so let's see if you figure out who it is. The two would go on to release a record under the group name Chuck D in Spectrum City. They released Check Out the Radio, backed by Lies, a social commentary track, both of which would influence Rush Productions artists Run-DMC and Beastie Boys. Chuck D put out a tape to promote WBAU, the radio station where he was working at the time, to fend off a local MC who wanted to battle him. He called the tape "Public Enemy Number One" because he felt like he was being persecuted by the people in the local scene. This is the first reference to the notion of a public enemy in any of Chuck D's songs. The single was created by Chuck D with the contribution by Flavor Flav, though so this was before the group Public Enemy was officially assembled. Around 1986, Bill Stephanie, the former program dir- director, the former program director at WBAU, was approached by Sam Moul. The ring who offered Stephanie a position with the label. Stephanie accepted and his first assignment was to help producer Rick Rubin sign Chuck D, whose song Public Enemy No. 1 Rubin had heard from Andre Dr. J. Brown, the radio personality and DJ. According to the book The History of Rap Music by Cookie Lamel, Stephanie thought it was time to mesh the hard-hitting style of Run DMC with the politics that addressed black youth. Chuck recruited Spectrum City, which included Hank Shockley, his brother Keith Shockley, and Eric Vietnam Sadler, collectively known as The Bomb Squad, to be his production team and added an another Spectrum City partner, Professor Griff, to become the group's Minister of Information. With the addition of liver Flake and another local mobile DJ named Terminator X, the group Public Enemy was born. According to Chuck, the S1W, which stands for Security of the First World, represents that the black man can be just as intelligent as he is strong. It stands for the fact that we're not third world people or first world people, we're the original people. Hank Shockley came up with the name Public Enemy based on underdog love and their developing politics. And the idea from Def Jam staffer Bill Stephanie following the Howard Beach racial incident, Bernard Goetz, and the death of Michael Stewart. The black man is definitely the Public Enemy. Public Enemy started out as an opening act for Beastie Boys during the latter's license to ill popularity, and in 1987 released their debut album, Yo, Bum Rush The Show, to critical acclaim. In October 1987, music critic Simon Reynolds dubbed Public Enemy a superlative rock band. They released their second album, It Takes a Nation of Millions to Hold Us Back, in 1988, which performed better in the charts than their previous release, and included the hit singles, Don't Believe the Hype, and bring the noise. It was the first hip-hop album to be voted album of the year in the Village Voice's Paz and Jop critics poll. In 1989, the group returned to the studio to record their third album, Fear of a Black Planet, which continued the politically charged themes. It was the most successful of any of their albums, and in 2005 was selected for preservation in the National Recording Registry. It included the singles Welcome to the Terror Dome, written after the band was criticized by the Jewish community for Professor Griff's anti-Semitic comments. 911 is a joke, which criticized emergency response units for taking longer to arrive at emergencies in black communities than those in the white community and fight the power fight the power is regarded as one of the most popular and influential songs in hip-hop history it was the theme song for spike lee's do the right thing this song is still a staple for most movements in the united states and around the world if you've never listened to hip-hop you know this song now let's listen to it The group's fourth album, Apocalypse 91, The Enemy Strikes Back, continued this trend, with songs like Can't Trust It, which addressed the history of slavery and how the black community can fight back against oppression. I don't want to be called yo a track that takes issue with the use of the word outside of its original derogatory context. The album also included the controversial song in video, By the Time I Get to Arizona, which chronicled the black community's frustration that some US states did not recognize Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday as a national holiday. The video featured members of Public Enemy taking out the frustration on politicians in states that did not recognize the holiday. In 1992, the group was one of the first rap acts to perform at the Reading Festival in the UK, headlining the second day of the three-day festival. After a 1994 motorcycle crash, shattered his left leg, and kept him in the hospital for a month, Terminator X relocated to his 15-acre farm in Vance County, North Carolina. By 1998, he was ready to retire from the group and focus full-time on raising African black ostriches on his farm. In late 1998, the group started looking for Terminator X's permanent replacement. Following several months of searching for a DJ, Professor Griff saw DJ Lord at Vastex Battle and approached him about becoming the DJ for Public Enemy. DJ Lord joined the group. DJ Lord joined as the group's full time DJ just in time for Public Enemy's 40th world tour. Since 1999, he has been the official DJ for Public Enemy on albums and world tours while winning numerous turntablist competitions, including multiple DMC finals. In 2007, the group released an album entitled How You Sell Your Soul to a Soulless People Who Sold Their Soul. The single from the album was Harder Than You Think. Four years after How You Sell Your Soul, in January 2011, Public Enemy released the album Beats in Places, a compilation of remixes and live tracks. On July 13th, 2012, Most of My Heroes Still Don't Appear on No Stamp was released and was exclusively available on iTunes. In July 2012, on UK Television, an advert for the London 2012 Summer Paralympics featured a short remix of the song Harder Than You Think. The song reached number 4 on the UK Singles Chart on September 12, 2012. On July 30th, 2012, Public Enemy performed a free concert with salt n Pepper and Ken and Play at the Wingate Park in Brooklyn, New York, as part of the Martin Luther King Jr. Concert Series. On October 1st, 2012, The Evil Empire everything was released. On June 29, 2013, they performed at Glastonbury Festival in 2013. They performed at the Glastonbury Festival. In 2014, Chuck D launched. Chuck D launched PE 2.0 with Oakland rapper Jahi as a spiritual successor and next generation of Public Enemy. Jahi met with Chuck D backstage during his sound check at the 1999 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and later appeared as a support act on the Public Enemy's 20th anniversary tour in 2007. PE 2.0's task is twofold, Jahi says, to take select songs from the PE catalog and cover or revisit them, as well as new material with members from the original Public Enemy including DJ Lord, Davi DMX, Professor X, and Chuck D. PE 2.0's first album, People Get Ready, was released on October 7, 2014. Inspired, PE 2.0's second album and part 2 of the proposed trilogy, was released a year later on October 11, 2015. Man Plans, God Laughs, Public Enemy's 13th album, was released in July 2015. On June 29, 2017, Public Enemy released their 14th album, Nothing Is Quick in the Desert. The album, was available for free download through Bandcamp until July 4th, 2017. In late February 2020, it was announced that Public Enemy, billed as Public Enemy Radio, would perform at a campaign rally in Los Angeles on March 1st, 2020 for Bernie Sanders, who was campaigning to be the nominee of the Democratic Party in the 2020 presidential election. Days following the announcement, Flavor Flav's lawyer, Matthew Friedman, issued a cease and desist letter asking the campaign to not use the group's name or logo, stating, while Chuck is certainly free to express his political views as he sees fit, his voice alone does not speak for Public Enemy. Chuck D. responded to the statement by saying, Flavor chose to dance for his money and not do at work. He has a year to get his act together and get himself straight or he's out. A lawyer for Chuck D. added, Chuck could perform as Public Enemy if he ever wanted to. He is the sole owner of Public Enemy trademark. He originally drew the logo himself in the mid 80s, is also the creative visionary and the group's primary songwriter, having written Flavor's most memorable lines. On March 1st, 2020, prior to the group's performance at the Sanders rally, Chuck D., DJ Lord, Jahi, James Bomb, and Pop Diesel issued a joint statement announcing that Flavor Flav had been fired from the group, stating Public Enemy and Public Enemy Radio will be moving forward without Flavor Flav. We thank him for his years of service and wish him well. The statement also claimed Flavor Flav has been on suspension since 2016 when he was MIA from the Harry Belafonte Benefit in Atlanta, Georgia. That was the last straw for the group. He had previously missed numerous live gigs from Blastonbury to Canada, album recording sessions, and photo shoots. He has always chose to party over work. On March 2nd, 2, 2020, it was announced that Public Enemy Radio would be releasing an album loud is not enough which was due for release in april 2020 down was to feature the lineup of chuck d dj lord jahi and s1w's and according to a statement from the group it will be taking it back to hip-hop originals dj and turntablist foundation on april 1st 2020 it was revealed Flavor fire room was a publicity stunt to gain attention and provide a commentary on disinformation with reuters claiming that chuck d and Flavor Flav concocted a fake split to grab attention and highlight media bias towards reporting bad news about hip-hop in an interview with rapper talib kwali chuck D stated that the stunt was inspired by Orson Welles' 1938 radio drama, The War of the Worlds. In response, Flavor Flav tweeted, I am not a part of your hoax. And, there is more serious things in the world right now than an April Fool's joke and dropping records. The world needs better than this. You say we are leaders, so act like one. On June 19, 2020, Public Enemy with Flavor Flav released the single and music video for their anti-Donald Trump song, State of the Union, STFU. Chuck D. stated, our collective voices keep getting louder. The rest of the planet is on our side. But it's not enough to talk about change. You have to show up and demand change folks gotta vote like their lives depend on it cuz it does in 2020 the group returned to Def Jam and released their fifth theme studio album what you gonna do when the grid goes down what you gonna do when the grid goes down on September 25th 2020 public enemy made contributions to the hip-hop world with sonic experimentation as well as political and cultural consciousness which infused itself into a skilled and poetic rhymes public enemy still hold a strong pro-black political stance before PE politically motivated hip-hop was defined by a few tracks by Ice-T Grandmaster Flash- the Furious Five, Curtis Blow, and Boogie Down Productions. Other politically motivated opinions were shared by prototypical artists Gil Scott Heron and The Last Poets. PE was a revolutionary hip-hop act whose entire image rested on a specific political stance. With the success of Public Enemy, many hip-hop artists began to celebrate Afrocentric themes such as Cool Mo D, Gangstar, X-Clan, Eric B and Rakim, Queen Latifah, The Jungle Brothers, and A Tribe Called Quest. Public Enemy was one of the first hip-hop groups to do well internationally. PE changed the internet's music distribution capability by being one of the first groups to release mp3 only albums a format virtually unknown at the time public enemy helped to create and define rap metal by collaborating with living color in 1988 on funny vibe and sonic youth on the 1990 song cool thing and with new york's thrash metal outfit anthrax in 1991 the single bring the noise was a mix of semi-militant black power lyrics grinding guitars and sporadic humor the two bands cemented by a mutual respect and a personal friendship between chuck d and anthrax's Scott Ian, introduced a hitherto alien genre to rock fans and the two seemingly disparate groups toured together. Flavor Flav's pronouncement on stage that they said this tour could never happen, as heard on Anthrax's live The Island Years CD, has become a legendary comment in both rock and hip-hop circles. The medical guitarist Vernon Reed of Living Color contributed to Public Enemy's recordings and P.E. sampled Slayer's Angel of Death halftime riff on She Watched Channel Zero. The revolutionary influence of the band is seen throughout hip-hop and is recognized in society and politics. The band rewrote the rules of hip-hop, changing the image, sound, and message forever. Pro-black lyrics brought political and social themes to hardcore hip-hop, with stirring ideas of racial equality and retribution against police brutality, aimed at disenfranchised blacks but appealing to all poor and underrepresented. Before Public Enemy, hip-hop music was seen as a throwaway entertainment, with trite, sexist, and homophobic lyrics. Public Enemy brought social relevance and strength to hip-hop. They also brought black activists who was to greater popularity, and they gave impetus to the Million Man March in 1995. The influence of the band goes well beyond hip-hop in a unique way. The group was cited as an influence by artists as diverse as Nirvana, Moby, Nine Inch Nails, Bjork, Tricky, The Prodigy, Ben Harper, Underground Renaissance, Orlando Vaughn, M.I.A., Eamon Tobin, Rage Against the Machine, Porcupine Tree, and My Bloody Valentine, who was influenced by the Bomb Squad's production for their sound. Now let's go over the group's discography. Yo, Bum Rush's show in 1987. It It takes a nation of millions to hold us back in 1988. Fear of the Black Planet in 1990, Apocalypse 91, The Enemy Strikes Back in 1991, Muse, Sicken Hour, Mess, Age in 1994, There's a Poison going around in 1999, Revolver Revolutionary in 2002, New World Odor in 2005, How You Sell Your Soul to a Soulless People Who Sold Their Soul in 2007, Most of My Heroes Still Don't Appear on No Stamp in 2012, The Evil Empire of Everything in 2012, Man Plans, God Laughs in 2015, Nothing Is Quick in the Desert in 2017. Loud is Not Enough in 2020 as Public Enemy Radio, and What You Gonna Do When The Grit Goes Down in 2020. Collaboration albums include Rebirth of a Nation 2006 with Paris, and the soundtrack album He Got Game in 1998. Public Enemy was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2013. Public Enemy is one of the most influential groups of any genre of all time. Elvis was a hero! influence reaches far beyond what you can comprehend. I gave a small sample size of the groups outside of hip-hop that were influenced by the group. Chuck D's story deserves an episode itself and I will be doing that in the future. Peppa Flav you know as an originator in the dating shows that you see now. The show created other stars you are familiar with today. Delicious, New York, Hoops, if you know you know. Thank you Public Enemy for everything you have given to the world to music, leading the way and changing the world for the best. Thank you for everything. And thank you for listening to this episode of Hip Hop History. Please like, subscribe, and leave a review if possible. Thank you, and have a great day.